0: Hello, everyone. Redcoat here. CNT here also. Uh, Today, we're going
1: to be talking about the concept of player failure. Yep. Uh, A little bit more specifically, we're talking about something that we term gross player failure. So gross player failure is this concept of uh, what you would equate to as the game over, right? What happens when the player has... It's hard to define exactly because games have so many different things that reach this state. But you kind of know what it is. Yeah, it's... What happens when the player sucks? Um, Well, okay, so that might be a little bit mean, but... (laughs) You know, like, the player dies or runs out of lives are the two sort of common examples. But the player Um,
0: fails enough times that the game says, okay, look, look, we got to do something about this kind of thing.
1: Yep. So this is going to be a a three-part series uh, because we identified three different ways that games handle... Player failure of this magnitude yes and uh, we'd like to
0: present them to you as a possible answer to that question of like how are the ways that they do this
1: yep and to kind of get you thinking about some of the mechanics that go into this and you know how are they being applied and where do they make sense and where don't they and also what they do to change your gameplay experience for sure because they
0: definitely have an impact so let's just list out the three styles that we've got so
1: far. Uh, we have the reset style. Yep. Uh, good example of this is Sonic the Hedgehog. It's where you hit that game over state and everything just kind of resets. Often to the very beginning of the game, and you have to do everything over again. There can be some amount of not quite that punishing, but yeah. um, and we'll be yep. getting into that a little bit further in here. Yep. Uh, we also have the
0: reload style. Yep. So reload is a fairly common one. Yeah, it shows up in a lot of RPGs. Yeah. Um, you'll see it in tactics games uh, and a few other a few other places. The main point here is that um, at some point. The game takes a snapshot in time, and uh, if you fail enough, or you fail hard enough, you'll get pulled back to that snapshot. Yep, often the game will say, here's your save files, pick one. Exactly. Then finally we have the resume style, which is a style that is becoming more popular in these current days. Yeah, uh, Dark Souls is
1: perhaps the sort of most the most well-known example, and yeah. also one of the clearest examples Yeah, of it's, it's an, an excellent and very clear example of it, but it's an older style than you'd think. Yeah, and we'll get into that when we get to the reload. Consider sure. that a teaser for, uh, uh, for the Resume Style podcast in yeah. uh, a couple of
0: weeks. Getting to the talk about reset style. So let's talk about what it is. What's our definition of the reset style? The idea is... After a certain number of failures, the game ends, and all game objects are reset to a default state.
1: Right. So this is uh, using Sonic the Hedgehog as an example. Your health, well, uh, rings, resets to zero, which is where you start at. You don't have any shields, um, that sort of stuff. Like, when you're actually starting the game over from the very beginning, you have no rings, no shields, stock number of extra lives. Like, all of these values are just... If you started a new file, it's basically the same thing, like you don't really have... Yeah, uh, most
0: things do not uh, carry over. So it should be noted that, generally speaking, after a gross failure, you're going to lose all of that progress you made, and you're going to start over.
1: Now, some games can be a little bit more merciful than that and say, okay, well, we're kicking you out to here, and you have to start from this spot, but you still start in the default state. Yeah. You don't retain any resources or any specific
0: temporary asset gains or consumables per se that you had um, that you had uh, achieved. Excuse me.
1: Yeah. Exactly. The important thing to
0: note as far as like what this means for the player is that when the player encounters this it feels like they're starting over again.
1: Yeah, and that's an important concept to note is How do these different styles make the player feel?
0: Exactly. Because in the end of the day, that will determine how punished the player feels, how much they want to avoid getting into a game-over state, and also how likely they are to return to your game after going into that game-over state. Yeah. One of the things to note is that while you do lose... Pretty much everything with regards to, well, not everything, but you lose a lot, you lose a lot of things when you reset. The one thing that does carry over is the player knowledge and the player's skill. This is the main thing that you retain.
1: Right, because the game can't impact that, for one thing. Uh, some games also will keep some collectibles. Uh, for example, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 does use a reset style, but lets you keep your Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, it does do that. Basically, sometimes your success can be remembered, but uh...
0: yeah, your successes can be remembered. But the actual specific details of what was involved, what things you might have gathered during that success or uh, what resources or consumables you might have claimed during those points may be lost um, Are actually very likely to be lost. So some examples other than um like we've already stated uh Sonic the Hedgehog as a very clear example. Super Mario Brothers is another pretty uh pretty good example there. Yep. The arcade style games will also do this a lot because they were coin eaters, so of course they wanted you to start over again.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is uh by working off that style, it helps keep a player from hogging the machine as much as well. Yes, because
0: arcade cabinets were made with the intent that a lot of people were going to be there, and they basically allowed people to take turns.
1: Yeah, and think about what a nightmare would be if you were trying to play, say, Final Fantasy VII in an arcade, and you had to get your specific machine with your save file on it and hope nobody had erased it. Oh man, that reminds me
0: of renting uh, The Legend of Zelda from Blockbuster, and having to do the roulette where like i know one of these cartridges has my save i'm going to find it and i'm going to beat it <laughs> that
1: uh that sounds
0: terrifying um i was a v- very lucky kid i'll tell you that
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah must have been
0: so one of the other things of note is that versus and non-campaign style
1: games tend to have this style as well right this is kind of obvious once you realize it but until you do you wouldn't necessarily think of it right so a good example of this would be civilization 5 uh where you start up a game and when you lose you just kind of lose now you might be a little confused because you're like but wait if you lose you can just reload your save file and that's yes it gives you that option but you have to kind of choose to do that right the game's default behavior is to reset style says well you lost you have to start a new game
0: exactly that ability to bookmark doesn't necessarily preclude the fact that when you lose you're expected to restart
1: right and it's added more as a uh, convenience mechanism for allowing people to say you know this game's going to take me about 10 hours i kind of need to do some other things during that time
0: it should also be noted that um, one of the other points here is that Civilization is generally a game where you play against someone else. And the idea of reverting your failures is basically also reverting your opponent's victories. And that's never a thing you want to do to another player.
1: Yeah, and that's why versus games generally are reset style. Like fighting games, it doesn't make a lick of sense to save in the middle of a match and be like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, and then say, oh, well, One of the players lost, so I guess we're going to have to restart this match from the last save until both players win? Yeah, it does not make sense. I mean, there's a reason why when you're at Evo,
0: when somebody pushes the pause button, that fight is either null and void, or the person who pushed the pause button is just told that they lost. Either one of those happens. Yeah. So this style, uh, as we've seen, it works it works decently well for your arcade-style games, and it uh, also works for your very short-form
1: games. Yeah, and, and it works fantastic for your multiplayer games also.
0: Yes, uh, because, uh, again, when you're in a situation where you've got somebody else that's playing against you, it really doesn't make sense to revert the situation.
1: Yeah, um, and, and again, your, your competitive multiplayer experiences. Ah, yes, that's important.
0: Uh, some things to note about this style... Um the implementation of it it really isn't messed up all that often there isn't that much to mess up about it. Yeah,
1: it's pretty straightforward.
0: Now, the things that could be considered as messing up the style is making that a uh, reset state too punishing where you get pulled back far too far or the game progressing through the game is such that having to go back to the beginning is just it's far too long to do.
1: Battle toads, battle toads, <laughs> uh, and just on that note, this sort of game over handling style, because of those facts, is really really not something you want to apply to really long-form game experiences. For example, an RPG that's like 100 hours long. You don't want somebody to have to leave their game console on that long or whatever. Yeah, you don't want them to
0: have to play the game such that their bum fuses with the sofa because they've been sitting there that long. Yep. So that is definitely something that you really don't... You don't want to do a reset style for something that you're going to be there for more than 20 hours uh i mean that's even that's a long time well
1: that's that's probably too long like this is the sort of thing that you apply to a game that's like maybe three hours long at the extreme end yeah at at the extreme end
0: and the other thing to note is this is the most punishing style
1: yeah although keep in mind that uh resetting to default values if you're allowed to retain some um level-based progress, can be surprisingly forgiving. Yes. I guess I should rephrase, this
0: can be the most punishing style. Um, it's very easy to make this one very punishing. Yeah. Um, one of the things of note also with that punishment is that the player's
1: personal objectives can increase or decrease that feeling. Right. So, for example, um, in a Sonic the Hedgehog game, this is kind of an interesting example, if your goal is to finish the level without losing any rings or, or with uh, a bunch of rings and you fall off a cliff and have, you know, a gravity based death and lose all your rings, but you had a checkpoint, mm-hmm. that can really punish their, uh, their personal goal. Um, now we've been using the word punish a lot in relating to these and, uh, something that's probably important to bring up at this point in time is why should the player be punished for failure, and should the player? This is an interesting question, but the reason why you need some sort of negative repercussions, which is what a punishment is, when the player fails, is otherwise there's no tension. And when there's no tension, the game... This kind of falls back to another topic we're going to have to talk about another time, with the sort of visceral and versus versus cerebral. cerebral visceral impact of the game that that visceralness relies on tension so if you don't have any sense of tension the player is going to lose interest and it's going to get dull Mm -hmm. frankly so you need to have something that makes the player feel like success is meaningful and for success to be meaningful failure has to be meaningful as well yes and so
0: one of the ways to make failure uh, meaningful is to make it actually punishing in one some way, shape, or form. This enforces the player's decision to make a part of their objective to avoid failing.
1: Yeah, and it also helps reward uh, player effort. Yeah, um, because when the player develops, puts in the effort to develop skills to complete the game, this is especially true actually for the reset style. Yes. Um. Developing the skills to perform well at the game can have a very rewarding feel when you're able to succeed, especially when a fail says, no, try again from the beginning.
0: Yeah, actually, back to the Sonic the Hedgehog example, this is one of the things that can make or break whether a player enjoys it. Um, Because for some players, their goal, first and foremost, or maybe their only goal, is to win the game. And what is winning the game in Sonic the Hedgehog? That's beating all of the levels and not dying a certain amount of times based on how many lives you got.
1: Yep. Um, Now it should be noted that these different styles can appeal to different types of players. Yeah. Um, The reset style is going to appeal more to players who like to have that sense of challenge versus the ones that are in it for just an experience. Mm -hmm. They're probably not going to like the reset style as much because it does demand too much of them compared to what they want to give. Well, yes. And, I mean, following along with the rest of the
0: example, if the player's personal objective isn't necessarily to win the entire game, or rather they have a multifaceted objective, um, which is to get further along, that gives them a new type of victory, um, which is specifically, I got this far, well, that makes me feel good. Um, now, granted, now they have to start all over again, But the other thing that comes along with that is that all of the skills and um, things that they have picked up along the way um, will make it easier for them to move forward. Well, most likely.
1: Yep. So I think that kind of gives a good overview of what the reset style is. And uh, again, this one's relatively straightforward. Most games, it's fairly clear whether or not they want to be this style or not. And uh, again, short form experiences are where this... Style really thrives and as well as uh, competitive multiplayer experiences and it really 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 fails when you have a longer form experience um, that is not a yeah. uh, multiplayer experience yeah and so that
0: does about do it for the reset style our next spot is going to be about the reload style and we're going to talk a little bit about just where that fits and what it is and how it works so uh, we're going to move on to the sign off Santier signing off and this is Redcoat. Signing off. Play the games you wanna play, boyos.